Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today marks the 13th of March of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to Earl Grey, the second Earl Grey, the Earl of Grey. Right. Very famous for launching the book series Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. In history today. Was he covered in bergamot when he did it? He was. He was a very centred man. Yeah. So he uh, sort of lost some ground to the Earl of Sandwich in terms of Earl inventions. Also on this day in history, Trotsky gained control of the Red Army, which is what I say when I put a tampon in. (laughs) Family show. (laughs) You don't get to say that on this show. Speaking of which, welcome to the studio. Our guest for today, celebrity celebrity Andy Zaltzman, recently back from his show, which was underwater with Andy Zaltzman, but yeah. you did it without scubas, so it was just you putting your head underwater for a few seconds to go yes. and then describing what you saw. Yeah. Well, I'm, but, but it, in a number of interestingly different bodies of water, I thought, you know, <laughs> ranging from you know, the Great Barrier Reef to uh, a puddle outside the Houses of Parliament to uh, various fish tanks of questionable hygiene. I mean, it was riveting watching Andy, yeah. particularly in the first couple of weeks where you would burst into uncontrollable tears at having to put your head underwater. Well, I mean, it's a natural fear, isn't it? I mean, this is why I'm very much opposed to swimming in general. Yeah, I'm a very proud member of the human species. and <laughs> Feels like know, going feel backwards. Well, it does, doesn't it? I mean, we've <laughs> left that behind and have made a lot of progress on the back of it. So these idiots trying to get, make us get back in. Fair enough. Uh, Today we'll be getting all the latest news from you on bank holidays, but before that, some headlines. After the Arnold's World Bodybuilding Competition was cancelled earlier this month because of coronavirus fears, a wave of online protest has been sweeping the internet. A number of YouTube videos by roided-up people with muscles on their muscles have gone viral as the competition removes the excuse for those people who are doing a very strange, difficult thing to do that very strange and difficult thing. People who have been undergoing the gruelling training process towards the bodybuilding championships are sad and hungry and angry. 
which they always have been, but now they have a reason. Many in the online bodybuilding community are using the hashtag FlexiWeep to show themselves crying in front of the mirror while flexing, to protest the cancellation while sales of racially problematic levels of fake tan have fallen drastically. Spokesman for the Bodybuilders Association, Glabius Rex, has said, What's the point of waking up at 4am to drink a chicken milkshake if I can't go and flex next to other flexing people? Are you telling me I honed these monster trapezoids for nothing? My delts are the delts of a god, before bursting into tears and running away with his legs quite wide apart so as not to chafe his thigh glutes. We also have a headline from you today, Andy. Yeah, it's a story that just broke just before we started recording. One of the royal corgis, corgi dogs, has resigned. Uh, it's another blow for the royal family after uh, Harry and Meghan quit recently. And of course, the court case involving uh, Justin Timberlake claiming to be the rightful king, having traced a direct line of descent from Edward IV. But um, <laughs> obviously, the Queen famously has a load of corgis, and one of them, his royal canineus Kion Korg, has resigned after it had mostly been nipping out from Buckingham Palace at night and uh, quite literally going dogging in Hyde Park. And um, he got a Springer Spaniel pregnant, and uh, as well, I guess he jump before he was pushed and he can't stay part of the royal corgi set up if you behave like that no absolutely i mean this is a question corgis in the past would have been able to behave like that but the modern world is holding people accountable for such behaviors in well, ways that haven't been done in history no i think that's progress we would do more headlines but now it's time for your ads section This episode of The Last Post is brought to you by the ancient Greek pantheon. Check out this week's featured deity and get $60 off a Vestal Virgin by signing up at the base of Mount Olympus within the next week to save your crops. Choose between any of our premier gods from Zeus to Athena or go hipster with one of the demigods or smaller household lares. The ancient Greek pantheon. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, the lares Roman, not Greek. Much of a muchness. C'est un femme. Nous sommes sur l'eau. The water in the embrace of the glass. Reflections. Immersion. Hydration. Oulu. The new perfume from half a glass of water. Smells like water because it's water. Head on down to Big Al's Big Hole Warehouse. If you're looking for a hole to fill your need for empty space where the ground used to be, Big Al's Big Hole Warehouse has a hole for every situation. Whether you've just said something awkward at a party and are looking for a big hole to open up underneath you, or if you're trying to bury a medium-sized body, or you just don't like there being ground right there, Big Al's Big Hole Warehouse has got you covered, including manholes, moleholes, and barely contained black holes. We don't even understand what they really are, but we have them. Big Al's Big Hole Warehouse. Get a hole up here today. 
the last post. Top story today, banking holiday news. Andy Zaltzman, you're our banking holiday person. You're always on bank holiday. Tell us yes. about it. What's happening in the news? Well, obviously, bank holidays are pretty much what keeps the world turning. And, you know, the extra bonus bits of holiday. I think we have only a few of them in this, seven or eight in Britain per year. But apparently consideration is now being given by the United Nations to announce not just more global bank holidays, but an entire global bank holiday year. Just an entire year, just everyone's going to stop working for a year just to try and get everything back in order because it's such chaos at the moment that really everyone just needs to clock off, think about what we're doing as a species. Obviously, there's still some people going to have to go to work, but I mean... I mean, the species has been going for ages. We deserve a sabbatical. Well, exactly. I mean, in fact, we didn't... People didn't have jobs for hundreds of thousands of years. It was just kind of milling around, looking at (laughs) trees and running away from dinosaurs. And actually jobs is a relatively recent invention. So if anything, it's getting back to what we truly are as a species, which is uh, just kind of chilling out, drawing on the insides of caves. Grubbing up roots. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's better, isn't it? It sounds like a good idea. Do you not think to have you know, the world to just have a year off? I mean, for a certain value of good, sure. Yeah. Why not? Does that mean that everyone would have to give up holidays in other parts of their lives, or is it just back to business as usual once well, the year think, is over? Look, I mean, we, we can argue about the logistics of it, but I think it's going to make people appreciate work more when they <laughs> come back to it. Because you know, as somebody I mean, who hasn't had a real job for a long time, well, Andy, I cannot agree. Well, what is real? And what, is, <laughs> what is unreal? I mean, there might be logistical issues and consequences, but who cares about that? We don't. I mean, that, logistics and consequences are out the window in modern politics. They, you know, we, you, we don't have time to think about the logistics as we're ploughing through with stuff. Other uh, proposals that, um, well, my source within the government, weekends are going to be cancelled but replaced with two weekly bank holidays between Monday and Friday, um, which I mean, practically won't make any difference, but it, it's a psychological thing, isn't it? Because you know, holidays are largely a psychological thing, aren't they? I mean, you, you go somewhere else, it feels different, your mind is refreshed, and you come. So if you make people think they're getting a better deal... That if you know instead of weekends you have two bank holidays a week, that's a fourteen-fold increase in bank holidays. Count me in. And also, this is something that was coming in under the EU anyway, and under the, the, the withdrawal agreement, it's going to be put through in this country as well. Uh, unilateral bank holidays, where each worker will have three unilateral bank holidays a year, where you just have to call in by nine a.m. and announce you're having a day off. I mean, it's really just a rebranding of the sicky, but it's now legally. Legally enforceable. I mean, that's true. I think that's a really good way to break it down. It's also completely useless and right. just a sort of a framing of something that already exists would make it very easy to apply policy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of politics is, isn't it? You announce something and then you announce it again and pretend it's new and hope everyone's forgotten and then you announce it again and hope everyone's forgotten that they'd forgotten it in the first place and then eventually there's some just kind of numbing communal memory of something that never was. And it's a good way of getting people on side, particularly in, in Britain, because... Yeah, you know, we love to promote ourselves as hard-working, but in fact, we absolutely f***ing love a day off. And, you know, if Hitler, rather than <laughs> dropping bombs on Britain, had just said, well, if you let me take over, I'm going to give you four extra bank holidays a year, I think we'd have been waving the Luftwaffe down. But you park it there, we'll put the kettle on. So there are a number of new bank holidays that are being slipped in under the radar to try and, you know, it's quite a good way, a populist way of getting uh, the electorate on side, more... Uh, more more bank holidays, more days off. 29th of March, Towton Day. It's the anniversary of the bloodiest battle in British history, the Battle of Towton in 1461. About 25,000 people were killed in a 
single day of unmechanised hand-to-hand combat. And the great thing, because it was part of the Civil War, part of the Wars of the Roses, guaranteed British victory. That's the great thing with Civil War. People don't, I don't think people rate Civil Wars highly enough because you're guaranteed a win. 30th of July is going to be a bank holiday. It's the anniversary of the World Cup final. Not the one that England won in 1966, but the first ever World Cup final in 1930 that uh, England didn't send a team to, but clearly we were the best team in the world, so we would have won it. <laughs> and Stonehenge Day on the 4th of April, which is because uh, it was finished on the 4th of April, Stonehenge. <laughs> no one knows exactly what year, but it's definitely the 4th of April. It's a, just before the end of the tax year and <laughs> with enough time for safety testing uh, before the summer solstice. I mean, that is very good history, yeah. Andy. So, I mean, bank holidays are big news. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, there's breaking news coming in right now. Elizabeth Warren, after throwing in her hat for the candidacy of the American presidency, she has decided to promote the candidacy of the sentient trash island. She's made a statement. It's sure it's sentient trash, but most of the other candidates are too, and it's only existed for less than a year, so it hasn't said anything problematic yet. That's why she's promoting it. Also, apparently, it has a really good tax plan. Well, that's that's good, isn't it? Do you say throwing in a hat? Do you mean throwing in a towel or not? Uh, Because you throw your hat in... That's yeah, your... she's thrown in her towel on her so candidacy. So she's fished her and, hat back out. Yeah, and she's brought her hat and she's giving her hat to the trash oh, right, island. Okay. Right. I'm sorry I wasn't clear on the hat towel logistics yeah, yeah. there. It's very important to know where the hats are. <laughs> That's all we have time for, because now it is time for your letters to the editor. This is a letter to dear Alice and guest. That's you today, Andy. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Taking advice from your advertiser, I was hydrating using the recommended half a glass of water, which my cat knocked over onto my new laptop. I was not duly warned of the risks of half a glass of water when combined with felines and expensive electronics. I'm frankly outraged. I've decided to sue the half a glass of water consortium for the damages to my laptop. However, legal fees will be expensive. I've considered starting a GoFundMe for my suit, but I don't like the idea of giving GoFundMe.com a cut of my fundraising cash. So I've decided to make my own crowdfunding platform so I can keep 100% of the money and use it all to take down big water. My question is, what should I name my crowdfunding website? Thanks, Clayton in Canada. P.S. is Attached is a photo of the cats. Right. Well, I mean, Clayton, you're blaming half a glass of water. Just think how much worse it would have been if it had been a full glass of water or, indeed, half a glass of Jellignite. So you're <laughs> lucky on both counts. I haven't Jellignite since I was reading like adventure books yeah. as a child. <laughs> I know, it's fallen, sadly, out of usage as an explosive. <laughs> Bring back Jellignite. Look, I'm sorry, Clayton. Um, we, who are only representatives of the half a glass of water advertising people, we only speak there. Also, words. how do you know that without the glass of water being there, your cat just wouldn't have pissed all over your laptop anyway? <laughs> I mean, it probably would have. I think your problem there is the cat, uh, yeah. not the half a glass of water. Yeah. And also, you know, you have to use these things sensibly. You don't just balance it precariously over your expensive electronics and no. wait. I mean, this is this is the problem with the litigious people of today. That's Take right. responsibility for your inactions, Clayton. Yeah. Pull up your socks. Yeah. Put a lid on your glass if yeah. you are so irresponsible as to leave it next to your laptop. Also, have some respect for Charles Darwin as well. Train your cats better. Yeah. And more of your letters tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Andy, have you got anything to plug? Well, I've got a meet and greet tomorrow in London, the usual venue. Meet, M-E-A-T, where <laughs> if you bring me a piece of meat, you're up to <laughs> greet me. So. I can see that going wrong in so many yeah. ways. Well, I've mean, I found in the past it's quite a good way of filling up the freezer. 
The Lost Post is a something else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My shows are now on sale for Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival, Edinburgh Fringe and my tour around the UK in November. Buy tickets because that starts soon. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Also from something else. Mel Gedroich is quilting. Listen to Mel and good friend Andy Bush as they learn a great new skill and tell some brilliant stories, all whilst having some good, wholesome fun. In a nutshell, I took a pair of scissors and I went into my husband's wardrobe. Now, this comes from a shirt that I bought him that I know he doesn't like. So I'm testing him by... (laughs) Uh, uh, This is brilliant. Yeah, by finding out when he discovers that the shirt has got a big patch out of the back of it. Wow, and which area of the shirt is this taken from? Bottom right. Okay. (laughs) Listen now in Apple Podcasts, Spotify and all good podcast apps. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.